I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, happy Monday and welcome back to the news du jour. So today, really quickly before we jump into our episode, I wanted to remind anyone who lives in the Oklahoma City area or Oklahoma in general, we are having a happy hour this Wednesday and it's going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. Wednesday, June the 9th at the Jones Assembly. And basically what it entails is it's reduced price drinks. It's a cute little like Instagrammable spot where you can take a picture with our logo and things like that, as well as free bumper stickers for anyone who attends. We really hope you guys will come and join us and help us celebrate one year of news du jour and our top 200 news ranking in the United States. So I will go ahead and jump into the news for today because we have a lot to go over. First and foremost, I wanted to give you guys a little update to the whole Donald Trump Facebook situation. So if you remember, the ethics board that oversees Facebook challenged the company to enforce one of their own rules when it comes to President Trump. Basically, they said, either ban him outright or follow some of the other guidelines that you all have already set out to deal with bad actors on your platform. So Facebook came back saying that given the level of danger caused by the Trump rally that resulted in the January 6th storming of the Capitol, they have opted to ban him from their platform for two more years at which point they will let experts inform them on whether or not the threat posed by his followers has subsided or not. Trump will therefore not be on the platform for the 2022 midterm elections, but he could potentially be back on by the 2024 presidential elections. As a reminder, Other platforms like Twitter have outright banned the former president. But Facebook is leaving the door cracked open for a potential return from the ousted leader. We'll see what the verdict is in two years. They recently vowed, however, that they would hold global leaders to the same standard as average Joes are held to on their platform. That if their actions on their platform prompt violence or illegal behavior of any kind, they can be suspended or banned, even if they are a global leader. But with or without social media, President Trump is back doing his rallies again. 
He shut down his blog due to a lack of readership, but is starting to slowly bring back his Hallmark rallies. While planning his next moves, we may see more and more of him out and about, which I'm sure his fans will be certainly happy about. Okay, so for our next story today, we are going a little off the rails here. UFOs? Are they real? So in recent years, U.S. Navy pilots way out at sea have reported seeing strange objects flying. These are men and women who are trained in aerodynamics and how things can literally fly through the air. This is their specific field of study. They claim that these objects had no exhaust coming out or any visible engines, but could reach vast heights and speeds with incredible longevity. They pointed out that any flying object needs energy from somewhere. These things were spending a lot of energy without any obvious sources of it. They would be out flying fast and high without charging batteries or stopping for fuel or seemingly stopping at all. The objects are kind of hard to make out on these videos or even really describe. They're kind of oblong but also kind of change shapes as they're flying around. Again, really stumping me on how to describe it here. The video that I saw was taken from an aircraft and was in black and white. So it makes it particularly difficult to understand what this little flying thing looks like. But there have been a number of different reports describing kind of the same oblong, chain-shaping, unidentified, mysterious flying object. These Navy pilots spotted them at about 30,000 feet up and watched them accelerate and then slow down and then suddenly hit these hypersonic speeds. One pilot even almost hit one with his plane and ultimately had to report it to the military. It flew right past his cockpit, and he described it as a sphere encasing a cube. The pilot was incredibly spooked by this. From a group that rarely uses the phrase, I don't know, the American intelligence officials have admitted to the public this week that they cannot explain these sightings. They said that they do not have enough information at this time to prove that they are aliens, but they also cannot disprove it. Basically, they've got no idea what the hell is happening, and neither do we. And former President Obama actually confirmed this on the James Corden show recently, saying, quote, What is true? and I'm actually being serious here, is that there is footage and records of objects in the sky that we don't exactly know what they are, end quote. They did confirm in the report, though, that these flying objects are not made by the United States. But beyond that, we don't know what they are. 
So for our next story today, we are covering the United States drought. So those who are not located in the West may be unaware, but the Northern Plains Intermountain West and on over to California and the Pacific Northwest have been experiencing crazy drought conditions. Emergency protocols have been put into place. Farmers and ranchers are facing the brunt of it. Wildfires are starting much sooner than usual and relief does not seem to be on the horizon. The size of the affected area is really what is making this drought significant, as well as its longevity. It's just a very large territory to be experienced this all at once. And it makes it harder to solve and more and more crops stand to be affected. If you remember, last year was one of the worst on record for wildfires a hallmark of climate change predictions for the United States. Making matters worse, the usual fall-winter rains that are seen in the Pacific Northwest did not happen this year. Locals have nicknamed it a non-soon for the lack of their usual monsoon season. But now a new name is emerging to describe the current conditions. A mega drought. But a true mega drought is capable of lasting over 40 years based on historical records. But based on my research, and I'm no expert in this, it seems to me that a true mega drought would require at least 20 years of consecutive drought. But Experts here in the U.S. are taking into account the severity of last year's droughts, all the wildfires, combined with the lack of rainfall, and believe this downward spiral may lead to one of these long mega droughts. And that's what's so scary about climate change. Humans can't control the weather. It's one of the few things that we haven't been able to harness here during our time on Earth and it may end up being our downfall. For our last story today, we are going over the G7 summit. So President Biden will be attending the G7 this week, a conference between seven countries, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK, and of course, the United States. The conference technically begins June 11th and goes through the 13th, but the various countries already have their leadership discussing a global tax rate. Basically, what it means is that big companies wouldn't be able to move their operations to a different country just to get lower tax rates. They also discussed taxing at the moment of sale, not based on profit, which causes a lot of companies to seek out loopholes and sketchy ways to claim less profits and thereby avoid paying taxes. Some other important topics at the G7 will be cyber warfare, 
vaccine distribution globally, and various trade disputes that are going on. We will definitely keep you guys posted if any major changes or revelations happen during these talks. There will certainly be a different tone set by Biden versus President Trump, so it will be interesting to see how relationships might differ from the last G7. Kamala is also going abroad to Guatemala and Mexico to help promote stability in both of those countries in order to quell the need to migrate in the first place. Many have called for this type of prevention-focused plan to tackle migration, but it seems that Kamala is interested in visiting to find out what exactly to spend aid on in order to help foster safety, stability, and economic growth for the Mexican and Guatemalan people. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, Seek out quiet moments as God whispers and the world is loud. Thank you so much for listening to News Du Jour. If we help you stay informed, please consider becoming a sponsor of our podcast. There's always a link in our show notes where you can contribute financially to help us keep the show going and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are, number one, rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. Number two, share on your social media. You have influence. And number three, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love News Du Jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that has nothing to do with the news. It's basically just dreamy content recommendations for the weekend. Subscribe today at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. And all the twinkling and pawing around you might hear during our podcast is by my little rescue pup who has anxiety and so he always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh.